0: I'm looking for advice on selling my files to a client that i decided to stop working with. How would you go about pricing this? I am welcome to this? Freelance to Founder Shorts. I'm Preston Lee. I am Clay Mosley. And you've probably heard
1: our in-depth coaching calls with everyday freelancers who want to scale their business.
0: Now, we're helping even more freelancers each week with Freelance to Founder Shorts five to ten minute episodes focused on answering one question from a listener like you. To promote your business on our show and get your question answered, visit freelance2founder. FreelanceToFounder.com slash ask. And now let's dive into today's question. All right. uh, On on this uh, short, I'm going to be selfish and ask you, Clay, for some advice on an issue that I'm facing. Uh, (laughs) And I haven't given you any (laughs) heads up on this at all, so this will be fun. But... Uh, here's, here's what's happening. So basically I run, I run my business. you know a lot of listeners are familiar with the business Milo. Uh, we're mostly a media company all online. we don't do any sort of in-person or physical things. Um, we don't have an office. I, I work from home and our team is 100% remote so like they're all over the world. And, um, we've never even like met in person. We just, we just interact online. So I'm very Mm -hmm. much an online guy, right? Well, uh, an opportunity has come up in my city that I think is a pretty great opportunity, um, to open, uh, an event venue, like Mm. just a small intimate, like event venue. It's like maybe 2000 square feet, but I've never like, you know, done like a lease, uh, on a building. I've never leased office space. A lease to me seems like a huge upfront cost or a huge commitment. Like if I have to, you know, get into it for a year minimum or something, which is what I'm finding out is pretty typical, one, two, or three year lease on a on Mm -hmm. a space like that. And so so like we've been my wife and I have been talking a lot about this option to maybe start another side business and and something Mm -hmm. that would be fairly low maintenance, not a ton of uh ton of overhead aside from the lease. Like it's pretty it's pretty low key in terms of like what you could do with a retail space. Like we wouldn't be making pizzas every day or whatever. So yeah. um, so like overall it feels like a good idea and there's some other stuff happening in my community. There's like a religious temple going in near where this event center could be that would be great for like um, wedding receptions and stuff. So like there's some other things happening that really make it feel like a good idea, but we are, we're sort of um, feeling like we should move forward, but also dragging mm-hmm. our feet a bit because of the expense of of, of the lease, and so mm-hmm. I guess the real question is like, how do you know, or or how do you get as close as possible to knowing when to take the leap on something that you're not as familiar with? I'm, I'm like, like, what advice would you have for someone like me who's never leased a space? And this can apply to any sort of big leap in your business, but in my mm-hmm. case, it just has to do with leasing in a space. Yeah. How do, how do I like justify investing the money when I have no idea if it's actually going to work? Do you have any thoughts on that? Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because... And promo code freelance to save $400 hydro.com promo code freelance, or just click the link in our show description.
1: Um, that's a really good, that's a really good question. I'm, I'm glad I came into this blind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So this is what I would do. Um, so I, I, I like what you're saying. the, The fact that it's low, it's low it's low operating costs. I mean you're yep, essentially exactly. just paying for the lease, the heating, cooling, mm-hmm. um, that kind of stuff. We'd have to buy like um, some chairs and
0: tables. there's like some upfront costs. Yeah. Chairs, tables, but, but like really very minimal stuff.
1: Yeah. There's no really ongoing That's cost right. That's other right. than
0: lease. No costs of goods sold or anything like
1: yeah, that. Yeah. It's all utility and straight mm-hmm. overhead. So I like that. Um I uh what I what I'm Really liking is just the timing. I think people are just ready to. They're done. They're done with COVID. Mm. You know, um, I think they're ready to just mm. go back to go back to normal. Yeah. Um. And and I I like the fact that it can do any type of kind of event. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would I would make sure it's pretty versatile. Yeah. For um. Sure. And and then here's what I here's what I really love. Is you you say that Milo is strictly online. Um, I think eventually down the road, you could eventually create a high level in-person mastermind for Milo. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. Um,
1: for current members or or whatever, right? I mean, I see that it's pretty often. Um, and and you could do that, you know, one time, two times a year. Um I, what I would do is, first of all, if you get a one or two year lease out of it, consider that a win because commercial leases are typically three, four, five years. Are they okay? Yeah. So if you can get a one year or a two year, I, I, I would take it. <laughs> I would hop on it because like that, is, that is not common in the commercial leasing space. Okay. Um. So if if that's the case, I would, I would. Hop on the one year.
0: See, and I'm so naive about it. I wanted I wanted them to do like six months to like mitigate my risk, you know?
1: Well, here's what you do um, with... I'll tell you what else is common. Now, they will not do this for a one a one year or two year lease. You might get away with it from a, for a three year. But the longer the lease, um, the more negotiating power you have mm-hmm. to ask for free rent up front. So you could say, hey... If I, if I sign a 3 year lease um i want to be charged no rent for the first 3 months
0: yeah which is important to us because you have to have a built out event center to promote it and yep. then people typically book event centers you know 3 or 4 months in advance and so there's this weird like waiting period
1: yeah yeah and and if it, you know obviously the longer you can sign a lease like 5 years then i would be like hey i want the first 6 months for free mm, yeah um And so, like, what that does is that, yeah, it's a long commitment, um, but, you know, it gives you that first few months to, like, ramp up some stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But you got, you know, you better have your shit together, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, don't, like, lollygag around. I don't, that's not you. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, you know, and and I I also, if there's one thing that that you know how to do is sell. So, like, if you know how to sell, you can sell anything. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know how to sell Millow stuff, and so it sales ability does not go away when you sell a different product. Yeah, that's see. true.
0: I am a little bit worried about like not selling recurring. I love recurring models. Like we've talked about that, obviously. And and yeah. you know, you you might get some people who want to book it on a recurring basis, but most like our biggest customers, who I imagine are going to be like wedding receptions or. Mm-hmm quinceañeras or whatever you know those happen once hopefully yeah so what
1: you what yeah and you have to think about too seasonal because weddings yeah, are going to happen sure. in the spring they're going to happen yeah. in the fall and then yeah. everything in between you're going to be dead mm-hmm. um so what a really good way like just you know just to market it is just to um hope like you know i don't know if you're <laughs> if you're asking for this but a really good way to 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 promote an event center is to actually just keep hosting events. Yeah. Um, not maybe not paid events, but like, if you find someone who's influential in the, in the, the community, be like, Hey, um, do you want to, we would love for you to host a workshop here if you, if you want to like speak at it or whatever, like, you know, that, that, that's a good way to do it is like host like monthly workshops or, or whatnot. So, um, it sounds pretty low risk to me. I mean, the commitment, sure, of the of signing a lease, is is there. But you know, i I think in the whole grand scheme of things, it, it won't take that much selling to pay for Make it. Work.
0: Yeah, because we're checking out venues like that are sort of nearby competitors that are about the same size or smaller, mm-hmm. and it looks like we'd really only need like um, four or five full day bookings a month to to be profitable. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like, you know, four, four Saturdays a month or something should be fairly easy once we're up and running.
1: Yeah. And you, you know, you could also, it may be overdone. Um, but you, if you want that recurring, you can, you can section off a small piece as like a co-working space.
0: Yeah. I had thought about that too. It's a pretty small space already, so I'm not sure that would work, but it, but it could be a good yeah. idea for the future. Cause there's like an annex that we could lease in the future.
1: Mm-hmm. At the very uh, least, you know, you could, you could, uh, um, at least like, let's just say you don't, you don't book something for a month or whatever. At the very least, what you could do just as an ongoing basis is you can pimp out a corner or something that's, Specifically, just for Milo, and you can have some really badass YouTube videos. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. And let Milo <laughs> let Milo foot the bill for some of it. It's something,
1: you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. at least it's yeah, like true. You get revenue in that business and a tax write off from Milo. So
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. At some point, that becomes like a Ponzi scheme, right? But <laughs> but hey, um, <laughs> it's all
1: approved by the IRS. <laughs>
0: So I, 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 this has been super helpful for me and maybe, maybe boring for the listeners. I don't know, but I've been like writing (laughs) down as fast as I can, all of your advice. I, I, um, I'm curious in terms of a lease, this is super specific, but in terms of a lease, do you, do you know, uh, if typically in a commercial lease, you, that you can like get out of it ever, like, let's say we do a five-year lease with a penalty, do you get out of it or are you Uh, just, do you just,
1: I think you, I think you're.
0: You're locked in and they seize your assets if you, uh, yeah.
1: I if think you the pay. only, the only way is if, if the corporation goes bankrupt, yeah. Okay. You know, like, or if you just, if you close the business, yeah. But again, this all depends too on the lease agreement. Like, if you personally, personally guarantee it,
0: yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So, um, that makes yeah,
1: sense. I don't know. That's the best advice I got.
0: That's good. <laughs> I, I guess to make this relevant to all our listeners, let's take like one minute and say, like let's point out some of the the things you've said here about just making a big leap in general or things you haven't said but have sort of implied. And that is you automatically said like, okay, it's a big leap, but what's the real risk, right? So that's something important to keep in mind. Like like you identify the risk and then you try to mitigate as much risk as possible, mm-hmm. reduce as much risk as possible and say like, okay, so here's the risks, but here's how I could solve them. Like you said, the risk is you may not get booked every day. The way you solve that is you create your own events, or you, um, you know, potentially like do a co-working space or something like you're, you were in problem solving mode to reduce the amount of potential risk that, that I'd be taking on. So mm-hmm. regardless of the decision that you're making, like that for me is always step one is to say like, and we do this even when we sell like digital products, right? We we often talk about pre-selling on this show, yep. selling something that doesn't even exist. And that's like the ultimate way to mitigate risk. You haven't even invested like five minutes into making a product before you start selling it. um you don't run the risk of, of creating like this 10 day course that no one's going to buy. Mm-hmm. This feels similar just on a bigger scale, maybe.
1: Yeah. Bigger scale. And you're just, instead of being locked in with your time that you spent to mm. do it, spent a time doing it is you're, you're locked into money. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. All right, man. Well, I'll let you know what happens.
1: Yeah, I'm super curious. Maybe I'll uh, I'll fly out to Utah and um, book an event just just so I have an excuse to meet you in person. Yeah, dude, I
0: was gonna say if we do it, we should. Uh, you know, we'll have a nice big space. We could we could do some videos or host some friends or something. So we'll, yeah. have, to, we'll have to figure it out. But okay, man. Well, I appreciate your help and yeah. uh, thanks everyone else for for listening. Hopefully, it was somewhat helpful. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, see you. Thanks for listening to this Freelance to Founder short. Subscribe in your favorite podcast player for more shorts and full length coaching sessions each week. Freelance to Founder is a collaboration between Milo, Dripify, and the podglomerate. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app by visiting freelance 2 founder.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, tell us why by leaving a review. Until next time, thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.